Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about Reddit, how you can consider Reddit in your SEO strategy. Uh, possible you can get results from Reddit alone because I can't tell that Reddit is only for SEO. Of course not. You can get huge traffic and sales by considering this channel to create brand awareness. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Shane Ostrich. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good in yourself. Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I think it depends on mindset if you set up positive mindset everything will be fine so yeah uh, i always have this attitude just uh, when wake up to think more about positive things do not open email because i know that i can get a lot of new tasks overwhelmed with that so it's better to uh procrastinate a little bit and think more about positive things and then of course yeah uh it doesn't mean that i don't like to reply to these emails but it means that i just want to procrastinate and think more about other positive things okay before we start just tell more about your self-experience background and why you decided to share with us about reddit yeah for the most part my name is shana street i have been doing machine learning ad tech martech consultant for a long time a couple years now and for the most part i a lot of my experience have always been around the martech ad tech side of the industry so I know a lot of your guests have traditionally been marketing. I've been the technology behind the marketing. I've worked and consulted for companies like Reddit, Facebook, Tapjoy, a lot of different ad tech companies, Yelp as well. And for the most part, as of recently, I've joined a startup there in the MarTech space. They work with creators and helping creators connect with brands. So that's a little bit about me. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Love it. Okay, let's talk more about Reddit. Can you tell where to start? For example, if I have my account uh, registered and what I need to do in the next step? Well, okay. The first thing is for the people who don't know, Reddit is seen as the front page of the internet. That's the common phrase used to describe Reddit. It has a community for absolutely everything. So when looking at your business, you would see, you, you would have to think about, hey, what community actually fits? the business that you have. So if you are a gardening company or a landscaping company, you would look for the gardening subreddit. And the in those locations, you'd see the ideal customer for your business. Of course, landscaping is more local, but if you had a global brand in landscaping, you go to those gardeners and see, hey, these people actually care a lot about my niche, which in this case would be landscape and gardening. And you try to integrate with those communities and there's different ways to tackle it, but I'll let you continue before going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm interested why uh, you unite SEO with Reddit? Because for example, if we are talking about just traditional SEO on Reddit, you can get no follow links that don't uh, impact to SEO traffic possible I don't know so it depends uh, I think uh, I don't care a lot about no follow no follow for example if I get backlinks from Forbes uh, CNN Wikipedia why not all of them are great so I think Google has some uh, uh, I don't know like to measure the authority of these things can you tell more about Reddit because for example if I open Fiverr and uh, mm -hmm. search for Reddit I can get uh, a lot of services to get 100 backlinks for five dollars uh, I don't know for ten dollars uh, but it's nonsense I can't get any results with that it's automation uh, they are trying to manipulate the system can you tell uh, how to consider Reddit in your SEO strategy uh, by using real uh, results well okay. yeah there's definitely a lot of knowledge in SEO and it goes back for like nearly well, over a decade honestly at this point 
essentially, when thinking about your SEO strategy, there's a traditional path of, so, hey, get in backlinks, ranking higher for certain keywords on Google. And that may work, ranking higher for certain keywords, but you have to realize the new, the new user trend that's going on. If you study consumers at this point in time, you may notice an interesting trend where any question they have on Google, they add the word Reddit to the end of it. So, hey, what's the best workout equipment? And they'll add Reddit to the end because at this point, a lot of consumers have become wary of trusting traditional websites because they know that it has a sale behind it. At a certain point, let's say from 2013, 2014 until 2019, there was a huge trend where consumers started trusting creators, influencers online, specifically influencers, creators is a slightly different phrase, influencers online. And after they realized influencers were getting paid for promo and not actually standing behind what the brand they're working with is doing, consumers started losing trust for influencers. So because of that trend, we started realizing, hey, consumers want an actual authentic response. They want to know, hey, when they say what's the best workout equipment, they want to know that, hey, this is actually objectively the best, or at least have a majority vote among many people who have tried it. So when you think of your overall SEO strategy, you may be trying to get backlinks from traditional websites like Forbes or random blogs, but since consumers have lost trust in it, they now take community opinion, and Reddit has that community in every niche. So if you actually got the community to talk about you, you have a better chance of getting real consumers and gaining real trust around your brand. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think if, uh, for example, if I create a community, a loyal community on Reddit, uh, does it help uh, to SEO to get ranking positions to boost my uh, SEO traffic? What do you think? Well, of course, it's still, besides the trust aspect of it, there is a SEO numerical benefit to it because Essentially, the idea of backlinks was that you get higher rankings because of the performance of the websites that highlight you. But something you should consider is that Reddit has been putting millions of dollars into SEO over the last five plus years. And they're basically outspending every other website that's doing well right now. Because if you actually looked online for real user opinion, Reddit would be some of the first ranking is literally the top three, top four site on the internet right now, to be honest. So mm -hmm. you do get a decent ranking on Google when you're highly mentioned on Reddit. So mm -hmm. there's yeah. benefit. <laughs> I usually like to search for new keyword ideas on Reddit because uh, people go to Reddit when they can't find information on Google. So on Reddit, they can ask about such topics. And yeah, uh, it's a great strategy to find some untaped keywords that competitors might ignore. So to get results with that. Uh, and even more, for example, when you have, uh, when you use these keywords, you can take uh, content because people reply to those questions. So you can optimize this content, of course, with full of attribution to the offers, but you can optimize to create more readable, uh, to create design and to get results. So yeah, it's awesome strategy, by the way. Uh, I found on your LinkedIn profile uh, about uh, you can help monetizing video content. Can you tell more about that? Because I know that uh, uh, many companies uh, still ignore video content, but uh, I don't know why. For example, if we check out uh, data that on YouTube, you can rank your content for 24 hours. 
uh, for example, compared to Google, it takes uh, an year, to, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, 7% of new pages can achieve uh, the top 10 results for the first year. And you need to provide link building campaigns to create awesome design, to edit content, uh, many things. But on YouTube, you can do it for 24 hours if you film awesome videos. Can you tell more about monetization? Because people think that uh, you can monetize uh, uh, video content, but I found that you can help with that. Can you tell more about that? Well, yeah, it's definitely dependent on who's asking because a lot of people who ask are, let's say, creators. Creators also are wondering how to monetize their video content. For them, we have, I, the startup I recently joined, they actually help with that, connecting with brands and saying, hey, if you, when you post on these different social platforms, you're able to then work with brands, get paid based on the number of views. And this is much like what you'd see on YouTube if you post a content and then get in ad revenue from it. However, we try to work more closely with not just matching with random ads like Google does, but actually matching with brands that match your audience interests. But for when it comes to companies monetizing their videos, well, let's say if you're a blogging website, you could go the traditional way of like using AdSense and so forth. But from what we've seen, that has had a lower performance. What we've seen in the advertising industry is that Yes, Google AdSense has kind of dominated the space, but what we now see from user behavior is that users don't like traditional ads. They ignore them, they skip them. And yes, you may still get the ad views, but you lose trust with the users. So what we've seen is that if you partner with brands directly and have more direct relationship with what's getting placed on your website, your blog, for example, you could actually monetize and retain users at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell more about creating the right strategy? Uh, how to find the right topics for video content and how to learn users in terms of that? Well, one way is definitely going back to the Reddit idea. Reddit, they're, on Reddit, they're super open to be honest. They, that's the one place where you get honest reviews, no bias, no sales. So if you were to go into a subreddit about your specific niche, you'd see that, hey, they really care about this subtopic. So if it's gardening, you may realize that they really care about lilies, maintaining lilies in the wintertime. And that gives you a brilliant idea if you have a garden website. Hey, let's talk about maintaining lilies in the wintertime. So going through Reddit, you can sort by most popular posts over the last week, 30 days, or even a year. And from that point, you can have topics that you know people actually care about and actually rank. You can even then post your video back onto Reddit to then get traffic to your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. Okay, let's talk more, more about machine learning because it's your experience as well. Uh, and you mentioned about that in the first part. Uh, is it a good idea to create content by using AI tools? Because Google uh, tells many times, ignore it, it doesn't help, uh, create content manually, but uh, others of AI tools, and I have uh, great founders of these tools, copy AI, uh, uh, many others, and they tell, no way, you can use AI tools to create awesome content. Can you tell more uh, how to consider this uh, tool, uh, these tools to create awesome content? Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand where everyone's coming from. I understand the hype behind it of using different copywriting tools. Hey, enter competitor sites and the tool creates automatically a blog post for you to post. And that 
isn't always the best idea because the the tools that are out there right now, like don't get me wrong, machine learning, artificial intelligence, that's becoming bigger, that's getting smarter. But the issue is that these tools create blog posts that don't have a specific direction. It doesn't lend new insights, new creative insights. It's able to gather different words and different sentences and maybe creatively rearrange them, rephrase them. So I guess if you're just trying to mass produce content, it works. But as far as actually, hey, I click this button and I have a post that I could just release to the wild, release to the internet immediately, not so much the case. It can be used for brainstorming. Like, hey, I don't want to read this all these 20 different sites. Can I get this tool to summarize it and give it to me as a digestible one, digestible one page? Then that's more useful, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. And uh, do you think, uh, do we need to edit content after after AI tools, for example, if they create content, how it's important to edit content? Yeah, 100% you do need to edit it because the tools right now do not give you the best performance. They're going to give you a lot of rambling and you will need to edit in order to get the main idea out of its suggested paragraph, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm using AI tools not often, and it depends on my goals. For example, if I create content for big, big publications or for some places, I don't use them. It's better to provide this job manually. But for some pages, uh, for example, we create content uh, for 100,000 pages. It's like converters. And yeah, it works well. So you, uh, if it's not... Uh, high competition, low competition. So why not you can create content by using these tools and it looks good. You know, it's better to check out manually. Uh, for example, I don't know, some pages. If you're satisfied with results, why not? You can go ahead with that. Okay, uh, let's talk more about SEO. Can you tell about creating the right strategy for SEO? For example, um, uh, we have Reddit, we have many other channels, but uh, people still fail because of chasing high volume keywords. Can you tell how to create the right strategy for a new website that wanna jump on this field, but uh, uh, if comp competition is fierce, like I don't know, my, many websites are in the top 10 results like uh, Amazon, Wikipedia, how to create the right strategy? Well, I guess when you are in a category that's high volume, high competition, you definitely have to figure out your niche. You could Some people try to compete with the bigger players for that keyword or for that niche, but then I feel that that's a waste of effort because you may not have the advertising dollars they do. They may power their blogs, those keywords with a certain type of advertising budget that you may not be able to match. So the ideal strategy would be to within your niche for your business, figure out subcategories that are low volume and then focus on those. When you focus on those, you rank higher, you get people to your website. And then once they're on your site, then they can visit other value props, other focus points on your website. But you need to have an entryway that you're guaranteed to get new visitors to your website. Mm -hmm. Can you share? tools that you love to use uh, to find uh, keywords uh, for your strategy? Well, I know everyone recommends like traditional tools, like, you know, Google has their own tool and so forth, but I like to do a more manual approach where I combine what I see on Reddit, things things are mentioned on Reddit, figure out mm -hmm. this couple of Reddit tools, if you look around to see, hey, what are the most common keywords talked about on Reddit? 
Um, not, some of them are slip in my mind right now, but if you could figure out the most common keywords used on Reddit, combine that with, let's say, Google Trends to see, hey, which words are trending and then Google Keywords to see what's the volume, there's there's a possibility there. My method is more manual, but you when you find gold through this manual method, it works better. Some people prefer to automate it. Hey, just here's the value. But if if it's an easy way to get the keywords, then it's probably a lot of competition also using the same tools, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, I can't avoid one question because, you know, I can see this uh, awesome mm -hmm. background. Can you tell more about the meaning of this background? For example, I have renovation in my apartment, so I need to fix something. But can you tell what does it mean on your side? Well, yeah, this is definitely abstract art, um, really big into the art space. And it represents a little bit of creativity. I feel mm -hmm. that at least in the tech world, sometimes we lose a little bit of creativity because we focus so much on building new technology. And for me, focusing on art helps open your mind sometimes, give you a output to release creative energy, which then goes back into what you're working on. A lot of times business owners get stuck trying to figure out what's the next best step to take in whatever strategy they're making. And sometimes you just need to take a step back and you get ideas from doing other things, whether it's art, painting, fishing, you could get yeah. ideas in the most relaxing ways. Yeah, I remember when I read one awesome book, I don't remember exactly the name of this book, but uh, the, uh, the main meaning was you, everyone needs to have two free hobbies, you know, in order to reload your mind. For example, if we work hard uh, in our loving niches, uh, not everyone, of course, 70% uh, of people still hate their jobs, but, you know, if you uh, have loving job, you need uh, anyway to reload your mind. And yeah, two free hobbies, it's awesome. And creativity, yeah, it's awesome place. I, I like, for example, to play basketball with my son, uh, to spend time playing soccer, tennis, many other stuff, just to walk with my wife. So yeah, it depends. Uh, okay, let's get back uh, to the main topic. Uh, I wanna ask some questions that uh, my customers often ask me, even big companies that uh, have a good budget, uh, have uh, a lot of sales, but they struggle to create content. And uh, for example, when I uh, tell them, okay, we have content plan, please create uh, awesome content, uh, high quality, valuable content. And they reply to me, you know, we have no time. We need to compete with our competitors. It's fierce competition. And uh, we need to develop, innovate our products. Uh, and can you tell how to find responsible copywriters who can write awesome text because for example 10 years ago i had a team of copywriters who wrote about everything today uh, i have a team of designers because you know it's better to cooperate with experts can you tell how to find responsible copywriters hmm. good copywriters yeah of course hmm. <laughs> of course good <laughs> Well, good copywriters, those are hard to find because everyone says they do copy at this point. <laughs> so yeah. at least for me, I look at people who are trending on social media, companies or individuals who are trending on social media. I guess mm -hmm. one person in particular that stands out is, okay, the, he was trending back in 2018, Ty Lopez, right? And mm -hmm. he actually had a team of copywriters working for him. This will be a good example of, hey, hiring someone who you know actually produced results in the past because Ty Lopez didn't get 
famous on his own, to be fair. It was a team of copywriters. So one way would be to have someone who just stays up to date with who's trending right now. And a lot of times behind that, you can find good copywriters. If you go in traditional marketplaces like Fiverr and Upwork, you're not going to find good quality talent. You're going to find people who just churn out content. And that's what you want. There's a time and place for people who just churn out content. But if you want copywriters who make their copy, then you normally have to poach them from other companies <laughs> who are doing well. Yeah, yeah. And it's better to uh, check them out uh, to give some tasks before hiring, for example. Yeah, uh, I can uh, spend some budget uh just to order like 500,000 words you know uh to, to analyze of course it doesn't mean that you need to order like uh the number of uh, symbols but you need to check out their job before hiring okay uh i have the question about technology uh i found on your linkedin one more time <laughs> that you help companies to adapt technologies can you tell how uh, companies need to know that something uh, is obsolete on their strategies, methods, and uh, how to consider new technologies or find them uh, to adapt uh, to existing uh, products or creating products? Well, every niche is different. And because of that, it's really niche dependent. But you as a business owner or as an executive at a company manager as well, you have to think, can this process be better? Can I be reaching new KPIs? Because if you're, if you're not going after a KPI, then you're just kind of wandering, but uh, efficient company has KPIs and you're wondering, Hey, can we reach a new level of those KPIs or can we achieve them faster? If it takes us one month to get a 1% growth in this KPI, I mean, that's pretty good. But if it's taking mm -hmm. a year to reach a 1% growth in this KPI, then you have to wonder, can this be improved? Can it be faster? And at that point, it takes an internal audit of, hey, this is our current process. Can we get an external eye to look at this and say, is this good? Is this bad? How can it be improved? Because if you do an internal audit and then ask yourself, can it be improved? You'll probably say no, because you're already used and adjusted to this process. For example, one company in particular, they were accepting customers into their flow, into their funnel, but they weren't actually keeping track of where do customers fall off, what are the common thing that customers do, and because of that, they didn't, they couldn't tell the difference between, hey, is a customer likely to fall off after two months, or is a customer likely to stay on and be a returning customer for the next year? They couldn't tell that because they weren't collecting information on the customer throughout their journey. But if they had collected information on the customer throughout the journey, they would have been able to tell. And if a customer is likely to churn, they could have done a proactive action to prevent them from churning. But to them, they thought it was normal not to collect enough information on their customers in advance. And everyone inside the company thought that's normal because that's what they already do. They need an external set of eyes to look in and say, hey, what you're doing isn't the most efficient. It could be improved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you tell more about KPI? How to measure KPI? For example, uh, is it good idea to invest dollar and get two dollars back, or <laughs> will you have some more sophisticated methods to measure KPI? Yeah. Well, KPI is really subjective to the customer. Um, to the customer, and when I say customer, I mean to the company. It is really what they use to tell how their company is doing well. Some people prefer direct dollar amounts, but if you track direct dollar amounts, you actually may 
hurt your company's performance because you're gonna make more short-sighted decisions. A lot of times people think, hey, we wanna get as much money from the customer as possible. So then you will start focusing on customers who purchase early on and then the largest amount, like, hey, we're gonna focus on getting customers who pay $100 on their first day. However, that one that customer may not ever come back again. And in the long term, you actually notice the decline in the company's growth. So what you'd have to do is instead focus on a KPI that is close to your goal, but not exactly your goal. It's a similar idea in machine learning as well, where maybe you'd focus on customer retention or how long does a customer stay on before they churn and never come back to your website, your platform, or your business. If you mm -hmm. focus on retaining a customer, you may end up making more money over the long term rather than focusing on a customer who purchases immediately. Additionally, if you focus on keeping customers over a long period of time, that actually increases your chance of them spreading and talking about your customer, well, talking about you as a company over that long period of time. So if you keep them over two years, there's a more likely chance that they will say, hey, to their friend, hey, can you check out this website? And it's probably going to be about your business. It's probably going to solve that friend's problem, but you can only actually get word of mouth by having a customer talk, be on your platform and then for X amount of time and then talking about it over that X amount of time. So there's definitely mm -hmm. different ideas to KPIs. Nice, nice. Uh, valuable. Uh, can you tell about uh, retaining customers longer? Because I check out a few studies that acquiring new customers cost five times more uh five times more than uh retaining existing ones can you tell more how to retain longer as maximum as possible well retaining that is definitely a golden question right there it's <laughs> dependent again on your business because if you're a software company versus a lawn mowing company you're gonna have different strategies to it a lawn mowing company may send you a postcard every week just to say hey how's your grass doing or they might send someone to your local area and take a picture. Hey, we noticed your grass got two inches longer. If at the rate that is growing in two months, it's gonna look like this. And because they remind the customer, the customer may come back. Additionally, maybe for a software company, their way of reminding a customer might be different. It might be, hey, send them occasional SMS, send them occasional email, might be a push notification. Of course, you also have to add value when you notify the customer, because if you just notify them on them constantly they actually end up getting annoyed and leave sooner so you have to add value like hey here's I, I really don't like this method but it's like hey some people do hey here's some free credits um that sometimes doesn't work and it cheapens your brand but that's one method i've seen used mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, you know for example in my company we usually give more than promise uh, it works well uh, and the second uh, way uh, we talk to customers uh, much often for example uh, it's not like to send reports one time a month i can ask a few times a week you know what's going on do you need any help additional help and if you have resources why not we can help you know with that so even for free uh, because you know uh, customers can get this attention they love it uh, they wanna uh, cooperate with brands that care about them. So yeah, many different strategies. I think it's better to learn them. Can you tell about uh, social media? How it's important today to grow on social media? And uh, for example, you uh, we discussed a little bit about Reddit, but what about uh, 
uh, all social media, how it's important today for SEO to have strong presence on social media? Well, yeah, I feel like, okay, everyone at this point knows that you have to have a social media, but I don't think they understand why. They think mm -hmm. they just post content and post bad content at that and think, hey, we're doing our job. It seems that companies at this point in time like to do the bare minimum and they want to release what they want to release. Like, hey, I'm just going to release what I think is important. And that's actually kind of rude to your customers because your customers is not going to read your content. You're going to have a Facebook page and it's not going to have any likes or comments. Essentially, what you should really try to focus on is customer fo focus. So what do customers want to see? How do they want to see it? Maybe giving them valuable advice. But if you're not saying it in a way that they want it, then they're not going to consume it. Additionally, a lot of companies don't even give value in the first place. They just want to talk about their products. And that's actually kind of rude <laughs> because mm -hmm. you're saying that you, your customers don't deserve quality content. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned a few times about value, give value, share value. Can you tell more about that? Uh, uh, how to share value? Because, you know, value is a little bit tricky. I don't know it's valuable or not because for someone it's valuable, for others it's not. Uh, how to learn your customers and know what kind of value to provide them? Well, value, value is the core concept and there's also the wrapping around it, such as a gift. Um, but when you think of value, you got to think about what does what would help your customer the most. But then you also need to think about how do I give this thing that will help the customer in a way that they actually appreciate it? Because if you don't give it to a way that they appreciate it, then you're not truly giving value. So an example would be Wendy's. They're one of my favorite companies right now because they are super active on Twitter. And mm -hmm. of course, they could talk about, hey, how great their burgers taste or how great their drinks are compared to McDonald's. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the thing is, they realize it's not always about the direct value. It's also about the delivery. And for them, they try to provide value by making their customers laugh. And they have revamped their social media technology. They have revamped their org a bit. And they've been focusing solely on staying up to date on local trends and figuring out the humor that works for their audience. So one thing that they do that most companies will probably never do is they start like Twitter arguments with McDonald's. Um, they would directly say, hey, McDonald's, your burgers aren't real and they don't look that, like the advertisement. Stop lying to your customers. They'll intentionally start very interesting conversations. And the thing is, most companies think, why would I do that? But then your consumers are loving it because they're like, oh, this is interesting. This is funny to look at. And then they start thinking about you more. They, instead of just thinking about you as a burger company, they start thinking about you as a friend online. And that relationship you built by giving entertainment value, then makes them want to try out your other value of, hey, they also have good food. Which, just to clarify, over the last four years, revenue um, revenue for Wendy's have went up by 64 million. So they, they're doing it right. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Okay, I have the question about what it's better not to do today. And why? Because uh, let me clarify or even share example. For example, I often see when companies post content on social media without trying to engage with the audience, just share some uh, product pages, uh, e-commerce pages, without do anything else. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't help to uh, sell to create brand 
awareness to build your audience and it's just wasting of time and sometimes uh, managers on companies can do it they uh, got this task okay post content on social media on twitter facebook they do it without caring about results can you tell from your experience what companies need to avoid today because it doesn't work it's obsolete or uh, don't do for the sake of having it what they shouldn't do yeah shouldn't well it definitely goes back to the last conversation where you shouldn't just talk about your product because mm -hmm. no one actually wants to hear you brag about your product every single day maybe if you were doing it once per month that wouldn't be as annoying but you shouldn't annoy your users because after you annoy them by posting content they don't like after a while it gets associated with your brand those negative emotions of annoyance gets associated with your brand and you actually decrease the likeness that they're going to purchase from you anytime in the future mm -hmm. yeah yeah got it okay Shed, i have the question uh, about education for example let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience knowledge skills what will you do to become an expert as you do today well there's different angles first being an expert that's very subjective but my my belief is just because my me personally was always to start with technology just because technology trends and focus may change but technology is kind of the backbone of everything that we do now so first focus on the technology aspect learning some unique hard skill and then leveraging hey where can i go after i learn this skill so whether it's learning how to build websites after you learn how to build websites you start to study experience user experience and when you start studying user experience you start studying psychology of hey how does the user think what is the way they like to consume information and once you start understanding how users want to consume information from being a website designer or developer you could then start making content and you could help ensure that users are actually going to consume your content because you understand their psychology so there's definitely different steps to it but that's my preferred method mm -hmm. uh and you mentioned about psychology can you tell how to learn the psychology uh for example i remember when gary gary v uh shares that you need to read comments and not what people wanna get from your experience how to learn uh, your customers and understand their psychology i mean one thing would be going into the communities that they already exist at like let's say reddit and seeing how do they engage mm -hmm. what do they engage. Yeah. If you look at the wiki page for any subreddit, it kind of tells you a little bit about the community. They don't want to be sold to, so they might ban external links and they want to talk about only certain topics and they want to avoid other topics. That tells you a little bit about how their mind works. Additionally, from there, you can start expanding saying, hey, okay, what other content do they consume besides Reddit? You can look at that by looking at, hey, what kind of memes do they post and where do, these memes originate from because a lot of times they may come from TikTok, for example, and looking at other sources of their content. Once you start living and breathing what the, cons the content that they actually consume, then you start to understand their psychology a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And what do you think it's a good idea for B2B brands uh, to post content on TikTok or similar platforms? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. where audience is quite different. There's a pro and con analysis to it. And B2B content, I know that could sometimes be boring and suck, but by, 
<laughs> but by yeah. simply understanding consumer trends, you can start to make better B2B content. A good example is there's a favorite content creator that I like called My First Million. Their, their podcast pretty amazing. And the, mm-hmm. thing, the reason why it does well, even though it's a B2B type of podcast, is because they really focus on consumer trends. They're like, hey, consumers like when it's very organic and it feels like a natural conversation where two guys are just literally having coffee talk and it feels like the camera's not there. And because they studied that consumer trend, they applied it to the B2B world and they started getting a lot and a lot of traffic. They're actually, I think they're ranked number one on the business podcast category. And <laughs> if a business started focusing on consumer trends, maybe even trying to say, hey, can we get regular consumers to care about us? They may start noticing more sales directly or indirectly by doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, companies uh, still pay a lot of attention to direct ways, but indirect way can help to increase sales. And um, I have the question about the future. Uh, can you forecast the future? What kind of future will be in technology? In- technologies because uh, metaverse is coming i don't know many other stuff uh, ai tools are improving uh, and provide much better results probably today they can't beat uh, i don't know creative content creators i don't know about the future what do you think well the future go in many directions but definitely the way of advertising as it is now is probably going to die off one because of cookie lists happening very soon yeah you know apple android they also are against tracking so brands actually have to get more creative with advertising i do think new advertising platforms will emerge and that will get around the whole idea of tracking so essentially content creators in new forms will arise whether it's hey we're no longer advertising on traditional means of let's say TV shows or sponsoring NBA football games, we will now advertise with mini content creators. And because we advertise with these mini content creators, users actually care a little bit more than maybe in the metaverse, we have their own version of content creators or their own version of advertising, which may open up a new avenue. There's definitely new ways that marketing will be done, but the ways that we have now are definitely only going to last for maybe the next five years, five or seven. (laughs) Okay, uh, Shane, you shared a lot of uh, valuable insights, but uh, if you can do just one thing, uh, ignoring others, because you have lack of resources, anything, what will you do? Uh, and it's a must-have for all companies. Um, and this is like specifically the marketing area. Yeah, yeah. Definitely marketing. double down on Reddit, definitely. Community, <laughs> community is the biggest thing right now, and real community feedback is the thing that users are trusting more than super influential people. So if you can get in and crack the community aspect of your niche, then your brand will live on very strongly, especially as a community is very protective of what they care about. So getting a community to care about you, aka subreddits on reddit.com, you will have a fighting chance of living on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Shane, it's a big pleasure to get on my show. Uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Uh, well, traditionally, either LinkedIn or my Twitter. Either one works. 
<laughs> okay, guys, you can find uh, Twitter and LinkedIn on uh, description uh, to this podcast. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime uh, to share more value. I love it. I have, I'm pretty sure that audience will love it as well. Uh, so, and thanks, guys, for listening and watching us.